We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Number one rumor I heard at the Combine, Tom Brady may not be done after all. He's Instagramming out videos of his cat. Yeah. He was at UFC over the weekend. I know. But it doesn't look like he's getting uh, big, big and fat, does it? Like, let it play out. Let's see who wants what. And the one place that folks are saying keep an eye out for is Miami. And if the Dolphins cannot somehow, if they get somehow, some way, a, you know, a, a doctor's report, piece of information from a medical evaluation of Tua that he may not be ready to go, and suddenly there's Tom Brady sitting in Florida. Keep an eye on that, I was told by a couple of birdies at the combine. Not one, but a couple of birdies at the Combine to Rich Eisen. How drunk were the birdies? <laughs> well, and I am Brady, man. Just because they're drunk doesn't mean it's bad intel. No, drunk birdies are honest birdies. Yeah, it's a thank you. That, that, maybe that is an honest birdie. I think Rich Eisen's on to something. I'm not dismissing it anyway. Loose lips bring championships. <laughs> it's a, it's, we've all said it. Yep. So we talked about this late in the show yesterday. This came out like 24 hours ago. We were discussing it late in the show yesterday. We talked about it earlier. Tom Brady is a part of the quarterback carousel, in my opinion. He's watching it. Fair to say or no? I think he's watching it. I think he's at the attraction. He's sizing up, hopping on. He's at the carnival. He's watching it. He's going, I don't know. There's an open horse. I was going to say, now what's normally on the carousel? That one out in uh, San Francisco looks pretty nice. Yeah. <laughs> or in Miami, according to Rich Time Eisen. Time to saddle up. Is he on the carousel yet, Arkan, or is he just sizing it up, as Mego said? Is is Brady part of the quarterback carousel? <sighs> well, <laughs> I think uh, I think he's getting ready to jump on. I think he's getting ready to, uh, to be a part of this. He never left. I don't Bra- think he really ever left. Brady's him. out there, and teams can make a run at him. And again, I'm going to be proven right again about thinking less of Brady when he retired. Second year in a row, I said it. Second year in a row, I got called an a-hole. What did Curran call me? Yeah, you're a weird guy. No, no, no. He called you a weird guy because you said that you had no respect for him retiring. Or you lost respect for him. That's what I just said. I have less respect for him if he retires. Yes, I'm going to be right. I thought thought you were insinuating because you thought he was coming back. Oh, no, no, no. No, it was about that. Yes, it was about me losing respect for Brady for retiring when he's going to come back again and chase a title. Yeah, no, you're a weird guy. Would you regain Respect for him if he came back, or would you leave lose even more respect because he isn't consistent in sticking to his guns? That's a good. You know what? It's a good question. My respect is all over the all over the map, but I'll, I'll just be oh, right. Gross. I'll be right in saying, <laughs> "Boy, what was what was gross about that? What did I not just hear myself going. say?" My respect is all over the map. Did I say that wrong? <laughs> just is keep it, going. Is it still gross? No. So when it comes to Brady, yes, I heard it that time. 
where I think that he should he should be back and playing, and he should be back and competing for championships, and he shouldn't be hanging it up now. And so that's what I think less about. That's what I think less about with him. And if he's back and playing, then I'll be proven right. He he wasn't going to hang them up. He wasn't going to leave championships on the table. He was going to play it out. So I do think he's a part of the carousel. I think he's on the carousel. I think he is one of the quarterbacks in play. Along with Aaron Rodgers, do we have an update on him visiting with the Jets? We do not. Okay, the Jets just are, that the Jets landed a couple hours ago and that they're planning to meet with the him Jets today. are flying out to meet with him. No, uh, no word on whether or not there will be light in the room when doesn't, they meet with him or yeah, not. Doesn't that feel like it's going to be the kind of thing where it's like he's news that breaks at two fifteen in the morning? Probably yes. The sensation of feeling a hundred different hands on my body. We met for ten hours. He's straight. like the planets were positioned in such a certain way in the sky. And I thought, now's the time. We met for 10 hours straight and I had to meditate on it. And then Venus and Mars were aligned. And I had an epiphany and I said, go east to New York. I would have had a decision sooner, but Mercury was not in retrograde. (laughs) A girl walked by popping a whale tail. And I said, it's time for Long Island. That's what I want to do for me. He's going to the Jets though, right? We all believe that now, right? He's going to the Jets. I can um, see the Jets still screwing this up somehow. Yeah, I'm not convinced the Jets, the Jets will uh, it's, nail this. It's Mercury be... better get into retrograde. <laughs> but it's going to be Jets or retirement. Oh, you think so? You yeah. think he's done with Green Bay? I mean, if, if he goes to the Jets, my Jets are winning a Super Bowl before the Patriots take is oh, looking a little better, isn't Jets. it? It's looking oh, I thought little... you were saying my Jets. Well, no, they are my Jets. They okay. will be if they get Aaron Rodgers for sure. They would have been with Derek Carr. But my my the Jets are going to beat the Patriots to a Super Bowl take is looking a hell of a lot better. I will say that. I mean, Zach Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, it's not going to be an easy shoo-in for the, uh, this competition. Here he is, the biggest douche of the universe. <laughs> so that's uh, Aaron Rodgers, that piece of the quarterback carousel. We have Daniel Jones getting $160 million, which I think, and I know, applies directly to Mac Jones. Like, if that's what... Daniel Jones is going to get plus incentives, $82 million guaranteed. Geno Smith got his deal yesterday. Derek Carr got his deal yesterday? That was yesterday, yeah. right? That seems like a long time ago. I know, it's But wild. yesterday, Derek Carr got his money. Like, you're going to have to give Mac Jones, Derek Carr, Geno Smith, Daniel Jones money. So I say get out now. Get out while you still can. Why would you get out now? You're going to get the least amount back. You can get out at the end of next year if you want. You could, but you at might At the end as well. of next season, I you, should say. Why I, would you get out now? Stop wasting everybody's time. Get out now. Stop wasting everybody's time. So who's your alternative? You're rolling with Zappy all season? I would not hate that. I would start over again at quarterback. How many times have I said they should draft one in the first round if he's there? My guy, Anthony Richardson, probably won't be there. But maybe Levis falls to you. Or hell, maybe maybe Young or C.J. Stroud really start falling down the board. Or here's a crazy idea. I don't know, Bill. Trade back. Use that pick with 14 and move up to go get a quarterback. Like, those are the kind of things... I would do. Stop wasting our time with Mac Jones when you're just going to have to pay him. Daniel Jones, Derek Carr, Geno okay, Smith type money. but you don't money. have to pay him that this season. Not yet. You but can that's get where... through the end of the season, and okay, then fine. you can reevaluate if you want. And get... you can also see, by the way, get through who it. better might be available next offseason. Let's say he has a Daniel Jones type season. Mm-hmm. Let's say he does exactly that. 15 touchdowns, 5 picks, or you know, he he doesn't run as much as Daniel Jones. 20 touchdowns and 10 picks. They're in the playoffs. They win a game. What's the arts? <laughs> Three thirty-five hundred. I don't think it's Daniel enough for me. Daniel Jones threw for, for thirty-two hundred. For forty million a year, it's not enough. Well, of course Especially not. when the first two are guaranteed. But I'm saying, let's say Mac Jones has a Daniel Jones type season. You're then you're going to have to pay him. So no, get out yeah, now. I don't want to pay him that. That's I don't either. Too high. But Good. I don't think you should make that decision right now. So get out now. No. Get out now. The, the alternatives are not good right now. They could be better next offseason. Well, and you got a 
quarterback on a great deal, and you can play it out this season, and maybe he'll be very different. Maybe he will. Play so, the upside right so now. So I don't hate your zappy plan. I don't hate. That's not my plan. I don't. The plan I you asked su- you if that's something you would like to the do. The plan you suggested in I a way say. that I thought was not a good idea. I don't hate it. I don't hate that idea. I don't hate <laughs> signing Garoppolo if you can trade Mac for a reasonable pick, and now it's Garoppolo plus the pick replacing Mac Jones. Fine. I don't hate drafting a quarterback in the first round. I also don't hate trading for Lamar. We've talked about this a lot over the last like month plus. Lamar is out there. He's available. Is he part of the quarterback carousel? The Ravens gave him the non-exclusive franchise tag today, which means other teams can negotiate with him, the Patriots included. Bill Barnwell ranked the top 16 teams that could make a run at Lamar Jackson. The Patriots are not high on that list, but they are on his list. They're number 12 out of the 16 teams that he defines could make a run at Lamar Jackson. Okay? Here's uh, He goes through why they should consider it, why they shouldn't consider it. Would Matt, uh, Lamar Jackson be a good fit for the, the Patriots? Blah, blah, blah. And he's making it sound like a long shot, which it is. Uh, They should consider it, though. He says, would the Patriots be willing to trade two first-round picks? He writes, it's not likely, given Belichick's track record of drafting. The Patriots typically and wisely prefer to trade down for extra draft picks. And while they, he says, wisely, yeah, that's really worked (laughs) out. And while they do make deals to jump ahead in the draft, they're usually small swaps to move a few selections and get ahead of a particular team for a player. You know, like they did with Dalton Keene and Devin Asiasi. Good moves. When they desperately needed a quarterback in 2021, Bill famously resisted the urge to move up and landed Jones with pick number 15. I also wouldn't applaud that. You should have gone up and got Fields. Would the rules be different if the Patriots thought Jackson was a franchise-altering quarterback? Probably, he says. I don't think Belichick is so beholden to his philosophy that he'd pass the ability to add one. But it would be something close to a slam dunk. It would have to be close to something to a slam dunk. Remember, Bill, before the Ravens game this year, said Lamar's going to be paid like an elite quarterback. Wait till you see that contract. Yeah, I can confirm that. Okay. Barnwell says, what would a deal look like? And here's the hypothetical I want to get into. These franchises have a longstanding rivalry. He details Belichick versus Harbaugh and if there's bad blood. He says, I'm not sure there is exactly, but the Ravens aren't about to let the Patriots get Jackson for a discount either, given their history. The Ravens likely would want 14 and 46, the Patriots' first and second round pick, plus the rights to Mac Jones, who would take over as their new quarterback in Baltimore. New England might prefer to just send two first-round picks and then flip Jones elsewhere. Leave that second scenario to the side. You trade 14, you trade 46. Your first and second-round pick plus Mac Jones in or out on Lamar Jackson. Yeah, I'd do that. You would? Yeah. Wow. Okay, good. This year's first and this year's first and second round. Yes, that is not the answer I expected. Did you say she wouldn't earlier? No, I said I wouldn't trade two firsts. Okay, a first, a second, and Mac. You would all right. A first, a second, and your 2021 first round pick and Mac Jones. Arcan, yes or no? I'm in on that. Yeah, I'm 100 percent in. Yeah, I'm surprised you're in, but but good. I'm happy you're in. I'm happy we're we're all on the Lamar bandwagon. We're all on the Lamar duck boat. I don't think it. I don't think it'd happen. Also, when Lamar gets here, I mean, I think your offense would actually be in a better position, not just because Lamar is better quarterback, but because he has. He's got the feet. Well, I was just going to say, you beat me to it, but so I, was, I was just about to say, it's a I bit think. Of, it's a bit of, you know, your weapons matter less because you got the feet. I think Mego's on team feet all of a sudden. Is no, what I'm I wish men like to do a lot of things with those feet. Although I think Lamar, I think Lamar feet, is. Feet, feet. I think he's. Feet, feet. What? Feet, 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 feet. I think Lamar. Feet, feet. I think Lamar is criminally underrated as a passer. Patriots fans should know it. He's way better. Patriots fans should know it. He lit him up. Through the air last sure year. Sure did. So he always I, kills him. I say lit him up. I mean, it wasn't a big yardage game, if I remember right. But what was it, three or four touchdowns in that game? And he had a big rushing touchdown at the end of it. I think he's wildly underrated as a passer. 
but he would make plays with his feet, certainly. In the, uh, in the, in the pass game, in the run game, he would be a dual-threat quarterback, which you don't have. So one uh, and two, 14 and 46, plus Mac Jones for Lamar Jackson. That's what Bill Barnwell says. You enter out on that. 617-779-7937. And then you also have a salary. <laughs> and you also got to pay him on top of it. That's true. Jonathan is in Randolph on our Brady discussion. Go ahead, Jonathan. Uh, hey, guys. Um, yeah, every time there's a Brady whisper, I, I got to chime in. And I agree that it would absolutely be a slap in the face to all Patriots fans. But Arkan, throw me in the dungeon because I would love it. And I need it to happen. And I hope we get word from it um, next week. Well, this is the other thing we asked earlier. Would it be a slap in the face of Patriots fans, Mego, if Brady went in the division? Uh, I don't think so. You don't? At this point, no. Because he's got... He's got one stop in between, and it's not as though he's going to the Jets, which would be two middle fingers up to all love Foxborough and New England beyond. But going to the Miami Dolphins, he lives in Florida. His family's in Florida. It's not like it's just the team. That... I know, but he moved them there after he already tried to orchestrate right. his exit down there with Sean Payton. That looks bad. Yeah. But I also haven't heard a lot of fans crying about that. Well, I heard saying, a lot of... wow, he was so checked out in 2019 because he wanted to be in Miami. I heard a lot of fans talking about his statue and how it would look and how they wanted right. to sign a one-day contract. I That's what I'm saying. So I don't think... It... Can it be an FU to fans if fans well, don't feel that way? The fans who want him to retire and sign a one-day deal with the Patriots, it is an FU to come back, especially in the division. Is it's it a not? But fairly- if someone F gives you an FU, it's like if a tree falls in the forest, if it doesn't affect the other person, if they're like, I still love you. <laughs> Does the F you land? You know well, what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a good question. It takes two. You gotta you gotta create an offense. It's not enough offend. of a slap in the face to really you know what I mean? Like Tom Brady could take a dump on the porch of every single person in New England and it still wouldn't be that you know, okay. it still wouldn't he could not do that. I mean physically, physically. he probably my, couldn't. My porch. He Hypothetically could. he could. My and porch it, I'd allow for it. And uh, Patriots fans would thank him for it, would have to thank him for it. I, I would. Yeah. Uh so look. Mego's right. The Jets would be a bigger slap in the face. And it's a bigger slap directly in the face of Kraft and Belichick. But it's a slap in the fan, uh, the face of Patriots fans. Slap uh, in a fan. A slap in a fan. Slap in the face, rather, of Patriots fans. 617-779-7937, along with that Lamar Jackson hypothetical. Should the Patriots be in on him? The answer is yes. More of that after Trending with Christian Arch. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. This quarterback, Anthony Richardson, he's got a... um 
40 and a half inch vert, a 10 foot, nine inch broad jump, ran a 4-4, yard dash. The dude is 6'4, 244. Okay, impressive, but it doesn't really. See, I just don't get caught up. I think I've seen more people take the bait on a guy like him and go, I can fix him in my system. I'll surround him, like fill in the blank, and they go, ah, you know what? Accuracy doesn't matter. Just get me out of jams. It, it literally is the stupidest thing I've ever heard of. It's such a trap. It, it's such a trap. Well, it's a trap with some guys who are just who are just accurate also. There, there's that kind of, you know, uh, risk also for a guy that is literally yeah. just a, I throw it and see it. I can, I can anticipate it. And they have issues too. This one to me is more scary. You can't fix him. Girl, you can't change him. You better pick these quarterbacks carefully. You can't fix them. But you can. There was only one that's happened. Uh, I'm not so sure about that. Who else got fixed? Josh Allen is a prime example, but like... Evan, that's what everybody looking at your guy, Anthony Geno Smith got fixed. Yeah, pretty late on. Yeah, I wouldn't use that one as a, as an example of a Pro quarterback baller. who got fixed. If you got to wait 10 years and how many organizations to fix them, I don't know that that one Took counts. Took a while. But... Yeah, I just I think that's outdated. I think that's an outdated way of thinking about it. I think, again, going back to Christian's playing days, this probably all was true. When he was playing in the league, you needed an accurate quarterback, and the Patriots specifically, like those 03-04 Patriots just used to, like, snuff out opposing quarterbacks in general. Are you calling Fourier old? No, I'm saying just, Fourier has an old school no, I'm mentality. Just, I'm just saying totally players, out of date players, tend to, players tend to look at their playing days to inform their opinions on stuff. And so he might be looking at it a little outdated. Yeah. Yes. When it comes to quarterback play. And just because there's a lot of examples over the last 20 years that you can't take a, a, a quarterback who has some accuracy issues, but is athletic and can make plays elsewhere. Just because you can't think of a lot of those examples over the years, doesn't mean it won't work going forward. And it's not easier to do it now than it was 10, 15, 20 years ago. Why do you think it's easier to do it now? Because I think, and I heard Andy Hart talking about this a little bit with, with Christian, and it was probably right after what, what Fourier said there, which I did feel like was a direct it shot. It was a direct shot at you. At me and team feet. Well, at your take. At <laughs> I, your do feet think, take. I do think it was, because I said yesterday, accuracy is overrated. I How does I, team feet respond? I think accuracy now is overrated in the NFL, and it's a, it's a statistic that I'm caring about less and less when I think of the quarterback here and I think of the quarterbacks checkering the leaderboard uh, on accuracy last year. I look at some of them and I'm like, I don't like any of these guys. So why do I care about the accuracy of a quarterback? I want a guy who can make plays. I think now, and I would agree with Andy Hart on this when he said this earlier, I think the offenses are more and more asking for a quarterback to less go through, and you have to be able to go through your reads. You have to be able to read a defense and go through your reads. I'm not saying it's irrelevant. But more so now, it's like, you know what? Go make a play. Here's what we're going to do. Go to your first read. If it's not there, go make a play with your feet. And I don't know that the Mac Joneses of the world or the Jimmy Garoppolo's of the world or Andy Dalton or something. Daniel Jones actually is one who can do this. I don't know that a lot of those quarterbacks can, can make that happen. And I think in today's NFL, I want a guy who can make that happen. And I think if you're asked to do that more than maybe you were 10, 15, 20 years ago, well, then it's easier to make a quarterback like that work in today's NFL. So that's how I feel about it. I feel like this is the same kind of transformation at the position that we've been talking about for 20 years now. And I'm not saying that they're, that that kind of quarterback isn't as valuable as the other kind. I just wouldn't throw accuracy out the window or say that it's something that you can simply teach. 
I'd knock it down a few pegs. And I do think the way things get schemed up and the way you can have weapons around some of these quarterbacks, like, do I think Jalen Hurts is super accurate? No. I think I, I think his numbers came out pretty accurate last year. I think he was just outside the top 10, 11th or 12th when He's we looked 11th, up yesterday. Yeah. So, but like, do I think of him as like a precision, accurate passer? No, I think people are probably a little low on him as a passer. And I think he's a better passer than maybe he gets credit for. But I don't think of him as like laser accurate, but it doesn't matter. Because he puts the fear of God in defenses because anytime he plants and takes off, you have to account for that. And so I think he's able to be accurate and make throws that well, maybe and wouldn't. and he has nice weapons. Sure, him. and I think that's a big factor. And I think he has good coaching, which Mac didn't last year. Mac didn't have the weapons or the coaching. But I think if you have a coach who can scheme up some windows and you have playmakers who you can throw to and you put the fear of God in defenses because you can make plays by sticking your foot in the ground and taking off, then, yeah, I think your accuracy can be taught so to a degree. So how is that different than saying an accurate pocket passer needs the situation around him to be perfect? I don't if you're think, saying you need dynamic weapons, you need a coach who can I'm scheme saying, up open windows I'm saying how you weapons. can improve accuracy. But I, but I think the biggest difference is that third part where you can plant your feet and go make a play, which those accurate quarterbacks, they're they're dead to water or dead in the water, I think I you can say. flip this and say if you have a hyper-accurate quarterback with a good arm, then you could stick him with less expensive weapons, pay him, and he's going to make that throw. I think if you are if you have the entire roster around him like Garoppolo, you can. That, that hasn't won, by the way, but you can Look, if you're taking that. a lopsided quarterback, you're going to have to make up for the attributes that he's missing one way or another. True. I think it's easier. I think it's easier to make up around a quarterback like, you know, a, a run-first quarterback. I think it's easier to fill in the gaps around that type of quarterback than a pocket passer. Accuracy—that's their main attribute. I still think you have to have a good level of accuracy. I just don't think you can uh, wipe that away. And the reason why I think that is because if you look at like the top the completion percentage quarterbacks in the league as opposed to, like, the ones in the middle of the pack, we're only talking about, like, two or three percentage points different. It's basically the same. You get down to the bottom, and we're talking the Zach Wilsons and the Russell Wilsons and the Davis Mills and the Mariotas and the Carson Wentzes and the Pickett's and those guys. And those guys, I mean, some of them, I mean, Pickett may get better, and I know Lamar Jackson didn't have a great accuracy year either, and you mentioned Josh Allen too, Jones, but, like, for the most part, those are guys that not only couldn't win games, like, they couldn't play last year. Like, Russell Wilson and Zach Wilson were disasters like if you're if you're falling out of that sort of mid-range there and I think the mid-range and the top in terms of accuracy in the NFL are basically the same you're you're a problem I mean you're, you're a liability maybe I mean Aaron Rodgers didn't have a great completion percentage last year I think he's a good quarterback he, was he 20, didn't have a good year last year. He, year he was 21st in the NFL Josh Allen was 23rd in the NFL Lamar Jackson was 26 those those might be three of your top five quarterbacks in the Did league you think Aaron Rodgers was an elite quarterback no, with the not, season last, not last year. year but I think he is generally but normally he's very accurate to your point so fine take Rodgers out of it Lamar Jackson and Josh Allen I know when we did our top five quarterbacks you both had Josh Allen in your top five mm-hmm. did you both have Lamar Jackson in there no I did I think I did so like I I don't necessarily care about that attribute as much because why did I have those guys rank highly? Because I'm not putting as much emphasis on accuracy. I'm not. Uh, while we were talking about Brady, by the way, this just came out, and this is a guy worth paying attention to with Tom Brady, okay? Because I, when Brady left New England in 2019, I didn't really have a lot of respect for Jeff Darlington and his reporting at that point in time. I'm like, who's Jeff Darlington? Do I have to pay attention to Jeff Darlington too? And he's very, very plugged in with the Brady camp, as we learned, through that carousel. Uh, Here's what he had to say, and this is in the last, uh, I don't know, 10 minutes. The Dolphins will not be pursuing Lamar Jackson 
or any other starting quarterback this offseason? Multiple team sources tell me. As one source said, Mike fully believes Tua is the perfect fit for his system. Yeah. Do you well, mind? That's, that's really dumb of you to say. If, if that's what Mike McDaniel is saying, that's a really dumb thing to say. Well, do you fully do we do we buy it, first of all? Do we buy this report from Darlington? This is not a Brady source. It says it's a team source. Do we buy that the Dolphins are committed to Tua because Darlington's reporting that they are and that Mike McDaniels is a believer in Tua and that they're not going to pursue any other veteran quarterback, Lamar Jackson, Tom Brady, whomever? Two pieces here. One, no, I don't believe it because it's the Dolphins, and I think they talk out of both sides of their mouth, and they'll do whatever works for them, and I never thought Tua was a roadblock to bringing Brady in. Two, I don't think it really means that much in terms of Brady coming back or not because we got the report from Rich Eisen yesterday saying loose lips at the Combine. We're talking about, ooh, keep an eye out for Brady to Miami. But I think we all agree that a a more, uh, I think, attractive spot might be the Niners. Yeah. Well, so right, so this, so it's independent. Brady Go could play be independent. For mom and dad. The 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 Dolphins thing with Brady could be done, but maybe the door is open with the Niners. I thought the same thing. Arkan, do you have a thought? Yeah, I do, and that is that they can publicly back to all they want, and I think that's the smart move for them from a PR perspective. You should back the guy who you kept throwing out there to get concussed over and over, and say we're not going to give up on him and throw him out in the trash because Tom Brady's coming. But I still think that there's a very high possibility here that Tua decides that this isn't going to be. He's not going to continue down this road, and that. That's going to open things up, and then the Dolphins, Dolphins can say, "Hey, we did everything right. We, you know, we supported our guy. He made the decision to step away, and now we're going to bring in Tom Brady." Yeah. So I think it could be what Rich Eisen said too, which is just all it takes is one doctor not clearing him. McDaniel's right. McDaniel can be committed all he wants. He can be committed to Tua. He can believe in Tua. If Tua's not clear, then you're going to have to make a choice. Or if he's not cleared, you're going to have to make a choice. So I do think there is. There's a there's a needle to thread there, right? Brady could be coming back to the Niners. What you said, Mego, they could be committed to Tua, but he might not get cleared, and they're going to need to pursue a veteran quarterback. One more report here from Field Yates that uh, Ryan just put on my screen. Teams that will reportedly not be pursuing a deal for Lamar Jackson include the Falcons. I thought they were in earlier today, and then Diana Rossini had the report they won't be. Miami, the Jeff Darlington tweet we were just talking about. The Panthers which is crazy. They should be in. Like yeah, Sam we're Donald. good. We're fine. <laughs> Your commanders and the Raiders, which is another kind of crazy Those one. Why would five teams that probably most definitely need quarterbacks? You know who's not on there? Patriots. Mm. The Patriots. The Patriots don't need a quarterback. Now, it just means no one's reporting yet that the Patriots are out. Bill Barnwell ranked all the, the teams that need quarterbacks. He had the Patriots on the list for Lamar Jackson. Who is uh, in front and behind them? Do you have that list? Uh, I can pull it up. Uh, yes. Hang on one sec. It was, uh, it was, I think the Falcons were behind them. Hang on. 16 is Green Bay. 15 is Sam Fran. Crazy. 14 is Minnesota. 13 is Detroit. Those are the teams behind them. Do you want the teams in front or well, uh, as well? Or no, 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 no. Okay, That's those, those are the teams I behind I just them. was curious. The number one team for Lamar Jackson on Bill Barnwell's list. I almost called him Big Barnwell. <laughs> Big old Barnwell. Big Barn. The it's Falcons, like a John Wayne role at the end, Big Bill Barnwell. The Falcons, Carolina, the Jets, the Colts, and the Raiders are your top five. <laughs> <And> the Colts, <laughs> the Colts, Arkan's favorite team. Sheriff. And bad. again, in that piece, as we talked about before, Bill Barnwell theorized the Patriots could give up fourteen, forty-six, and the rights to Mac Jones for Lamar Jackson. One more time, Mego, you would or would not do that? What? Sorry, the Lamar, the, the Lamar Jackson trade, fourteen, forty-six, and the rights yes, to Mac Jones. Yeah. Okay, just interesting. Arkan, one more time, you're in or out on that? In. We're all in. 
We're all in on Lamar Jackson for that going rate. 617-779-7937. Richard is in Taunton, has a problem with, I think, me. Go ahead, Richard. Oh, thank you so much. No, it's not just a problem with you, buddy. It's everybody on the on every sports talk on the on the, the station refers to like the Carson Wentz's, the Lamar Jacksons, like plural, like the Tom Brady's. There's only one of each one of those guys. It's infuriating for me to hear that because it just drives me nuts. Okay. That's infuriating. So Out just, of all the things we say, that's the thing that really a, pisses you off. It's just a stylistic thing oh, you want us to correct. The other things you guys say are for inflammatory reasons to get people talking. I enjoy that kind of crap. Oh, you like that? This is like... Okay. Yeah, I like that. This is just one little pet peevey type thing. You know what? I can handle this type of constructive criticism. I like it. This is the kind of of criticism that I can handle. You know what? I am going to stop playing. There's only one Carson Wentz, damn it. I was just going to say, except with Carson Wentz, I was just going to say that. I like that. He's right. There might be one Lamar Jackson. There is one Tom Brady. The Lamar Jackson play. There's a lot of Carson Wentz. Okay. I'm going I'm to continue to pluralize that one. It's shorthand for this type of quarterback, yep. that type of But you know what? A quarterback with these attributes. I think the man has a point. Uh, I'll take that constructive criticism. Let's get to wide receivers and, I don't know, the DeAndre Hopkinses of the world, if you will. Uh, let's go to Ian Rappaport. He said this over the weekend about Hopkins. It's a way to get into wide receiver and something that occurred to me. Rich, obviously, so much of the talk here behind us today about the receiver prospects, so much of the talk in the hallways of Indianapolis and the bars, which maybe I've been to one or two, some of the restaurants, has been about the NFL receivers, specifically some players who may be available via trade. And DeAndre Hopkins, I know, was the subject of trade talk right around the time of the trade deadline. And I would expect that to ramp up probably over the next week or so, leading in to the start of the league. Yeah, I know that new general manager, Monty Austin Ford, has been pretty open. Uh, I would say about teams inquiring about DeAndre Hopkins has not made a firm decision on what he is going to do. Is he going to load up for the future, maybe get a draft pick to start kind of rebuilding the team in his way, or, or uh, is he going to just have Hopkins on the team and allow him to kind of continue to be the star that he has been? I know teams are interested. I know they are inquiring. TBD, though, on whether or not he gets traded over the course of the next two weeks or so. Okay. He could get moved. A couple of different people have written this. I think Chad Graff, you forwarded this last week. Chad Graff mm-hmm. at, the Atle- at The Athletic reported that it could take a second-round pick. I think Phil Perry wrote something similar over the weekend. It could take a second-round pick for DeAndre Hopkins. I'd say that's favorable to the Patriots, which, by the way, this is starting to come out. Like, more and more names are available at the tackle position, right? Like, Orlando Brown is not getting franchised. Donovan Smith got released by the Bucks earlier today. So yep. there's more names at the tackle position. Or maybe the Patriots because they need a tackle. And Mego, this was on your uh, list. I think our Mike candidate McClinchy. was. On, it was on your list, right? McGlinchey. They joined those names where there's more options for the Patriots, which should mean the price might come down or they just have more names to choose from. At wide receiver, I'm surprised Hopkins is, I'm going to say, so cheap. A second round pick for Hopkins, I think, would be great. The question is do you then have to turn around and pay him, which gets a little scarier with Hopkins on the wrong side of 30? But there's a lot of wide receiver options for them. Will they go for it? You know, Kyrie Thompson today, WEEI.com, put out his seven-round mock draft. He has the Patriots taking the slot receiver out of Ohio State, Jackson Smith and Jigba. Um, I was reading Todd McShay. He put out a, a, a mock draft earlier today. He had the Patriots taking uh, Quentin Johnston at a TCU at 14. That's who Phil Perry had at 14, too. He did as well. From NBC Sports Boston. Did he put out a mock today? Oh, no, it was uh, was like two weeks ago. Got it. So here's what I'm consistently seeing with the mock drafts, and maybe there's something instructive here. 
The Patriots get their pick of the litter at 14, which they did not with Nikhil Harry, right? Was Nikhil Harry the second wide receiver taken in that draft? I think After it was, Hollywood Brown. It was Hollywood Brown and then Nikhil Harry, I believe. And they had other options that they passed on, you know, A.J. Brown, Debo Samuel, chief among them. But the Patriots really can set the tone at 14 if they choose at wide receiver. In the past, you've been out on drafting a receiver in the first round, Mego, as have you, Arkand, I believe. I'm not putting words in your mouth. I'm just trying to remember correctly. I haven't been out on Oh, I thought you had been. Okay, so I'm out on the Patriots doing it. Well, that's what I'm saying. Are you out <laughs> yes. on the Patriots doing it? No, I've never been that way. Does it change your attitude, Arkand? Well, then I misspoke. My apologies. Jeez! Arkan, does it change your mind if you knew they would get the top receiver? Um, This year, no. Okay. Not really, because I don't really love these receivers. Okay. I I, I like a lot of these receivers. Like, I, I like the top what I would consider the top two at receiver. I start to have questions when it gets to Quentin Johnston, but I like Smith and Jigba. You know, I like Jordan Addison, although he's a little light. Zay Flowers, to me, is is not somebody I would be targeting, certainly at 14, but I think if you can get your pick and say, we get any receiver in this draft and we're targeting him at 14, I think that'd be a great thing to do for Mac if you're sticking with Mac. And then are you just abandoning the DeAndre Hopkins trade, or is this complimentary? Well, I would I would do both. You could use your first-round pick at 14 and trade your second-round pick for Hopkins. I, I'd be fine doing that. I doubt they would do that, but I personally would be totally fine with doing that. See, I, I'm more interested... One okay. or the other. Well, yeah. It kind of... If you're going to go into the draft and stay high at 14, this is all assuming that they don't trade back, which we've also which, heard reports of that course they're, they're going to yeah. doing. So if they stay at 14 and they take a receiver there, I guess I'm fine with that. If they decide to go spend money uh, either in free agency to get Orlando Brown Jr., who would be a left tackle. And so I don't know how you would rearrange the line there because the need is really at right tackle. But you or you trade for Mike McGlinchey from San Francisco at right tackle. And so basically, because I think that those are absolutely the two biggest areas of need is receiver and tackle. So you want to spread that out a little bit more. Yeah. So I, I'm I'm kind of like straddling the line of do one or the other. I wouldn't double down on receiver. I, I wouldn't would, double down on tackle. you got to fill both these spots. I would love for them to double down on receiver, but that does not sound like the kind of thing they would do. Uh, 617-779-7937. You can jump in line here on WEEI, and we have Endgame next. Y'all want to play a f***ing game? Game over, man. You little punk. It's about the end game. It is indeed uh, Bazooka Joe. End game sponsored by Cars for Kids the easy way to donate your car. Donate today and your car could be picked up tomorrow. Call 877 Cars for Kids today or donate online at carsforkids.org. Remember, that is Cars with a K. All right. I'm excited about Endgame today. Not as excited as uh, Crazy Joe Mazzola I mean, over here, but Endgames. Every time I listen, favorite, to, favorite segment. Every time I listen to his post game, he's talking about Endgame. How you handle Endgame? It's the last. It's the last two days. It's last, about the Endgame. Last two games. It is Joe. He I agree. He's a big fan of yours. Guy loves it. Definitely. Guy, guy loves it. You crushed yesterday. <laughs> All right. Uh, this is yes. This is a big uh, comeback a spot here for Mego. Endgame. And daddy. it's only Tuesday. <laughs> but I believe in you, Mego. I think you're going to do well today. Yeah, I, I, I think you're going to bounce back here, Mego. Kathy cartoon. Let's go ahead and. I can't make jump shots. I can't get trivia. Let's start. I have ice cream for dinner. I'm wearing my comfort pants. We'll uh, begin with the scene of the crime where Megan had a tough afternoon over at the Red Auerbach Center. Uh, Here's the question What number did the Celtics retire to honor Red Auerbach? Oh, I think I know this. I'm sure they have it up in at least one corner of that. I understand it was very They have the banners up there. I don't know if they do. They do. I think they do have the banners up there. Visualize. I think I know it. I don't. I'm not 100% on this. Um. Over under, Arkan? No. 
No, this has got to be a right or wrong. This can't be a this can't be a Price is Right over. You know, it's not ninety nine because that was Taco's number. It's a good point. Jay Crowder's number too. And Jay Crowder. It's a good point. It's not eleven. It's not the number decorated on the uniform and the courts this year. Not thirteen. That's Delonte West number. Okay, now you're making worse noises. That was a that was a you know what I've noticed this I've started to I've started to snort when I when I laugh now. Yeah, a little it's chortle. Like such that's an old man. No, thing. That, but that is like but that's like I think a gen, like a, like the older I've gotten that's more of like a genetic thing I've just started I've started to like snort. Like right. I'll be watching TV and I'll I'll like hear myself snort and I'm like, "Oh god, when did you start doing that?" Yeah. Like out of all of my foibles, and there are many. Many foibles. I have so many things wrong with me that I've been doing my whole life. This is a new one. Like I'm like what have I done, God, that I need another thing? Where now I snort when I laugh. What have I done to deserve that with everything else that's wrong with me? Now I'm snorting when I laugh? Are you trimming the nose hairs yet? What do you mean yet? I've been doing that for like okay, years. Yeah, that's sure. that's been that's been going on for a while. Yeah. I rip them out. Yet. All right. The question was, what number did the Celtics retire to honor Red Auerbach? Um, Jones? I wrote two. Two is correct. I wrote two Both also. of them got two. Oh, All nice. right. We're off to a strong start here for both it's of you. As many shots as Mego made. Because <laughs> shots exactly right. <laughs> Thanks for the cupcakes. You know what? You know what? He did. He did. There was like an Easter egg at the beginning of this. You did. True. You did leave an Easter egg there. That's true. All right. Here's question number two. Mego hates spoilers, though. Uh, Celtics could have used some help on the glass rebounding last night. This Western Conference forward, who was traded in the offseason, currently leads the league at 12.4 rebounds per game. Western Conference, huh? You said it's a forward? I did. Uh, wow, I don't even have a guess. He was traded This in the person was traded and they lead the league in rebounding? Yes. And they're in the Western Conference? Yes. Ooh. Uh, I have no, I have no idea. That, 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 that. No. Stop it. Well, just think about um, some players who have been traded in the offseason. I'm sorry. He was traded yeah. when in the offseason? In this not... past offseason, yeah. yeah I'm so try... not the trade deadline. I'm Over trying to think. Summer? I'm trying to think of guys who were traded, and not, literally There's nothing like is jumping into my head. There's like one name that just keeps well, drilling into my head, and I know it's not that. Well, you he have one. No, because he wasn't traded in the offseason. Oh, well, He's then been it's there. Not the well, then, yeah, then it's not the uh, then it's not. The but answer. I can't get it out of my head now. I legitimately don't even have a guess. I don't even have a guess. Should I give him a hint? Yeah, give us a hint, because neither of us has an idea. I have pointed out this player's efforts many, many times when we do certain segments about the NBA. I this is a player I have talked about. Well, you you he listen to me more. He loves Jokic and Murray. I know that. <laughs> yeah. Is that Who else it? Is he? Who else is he? Love? Yes. I'm an idiot, it's by the way. Jokic. I'm sorry. He was not traded in the offseason. He was traded in season last year. Give him more time. He was traded in season last year. I don't think that's going right. to help. That may help. Well, that well, no. I'm well, sorry. I made him. I read, the, I read shocked. the screen right. He was traded in season. Well, now I have two guesses of last year. Okay, now I have two guesses. Okay, give him more time. Sorry, I know we got a heart out here. Now I have two guesses. That was a uh, bad. That was I a, just, a I detail I messed up. I'm not telling. Right. Yeah, I'd say that was a significant detail. It was a pretty big up. detail. Should we go? You go first, Jones. All right. I said Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon's incorrect. Mm. It was not Aaron Gordon. Murray. It was not Dejounte Murray. The the player we were looking for was Demontis Sabonis. DeMontis Sabonis. Yeah, Sacramento Kings, oh, the Ox and the Fox. That's right. He was traded in February of last year. For some reason, I had it in my head. It was uh, this past offseason. Durant and Devin Booker so much that better. Is, that, is a big, that is a big miss, and he does say Sabonis all the time. I forgot I forgot he even I got traded last it. year. Yeah. I wouldn't have gotten it. I definitely, I mean, obviously. I'm okay, with, I'm okay. with that. Okay. They both missed that one. This one is for the win, and I do it's have another tiebreaker here. Not the here. biggest failure of my day. In case you both uh, whiff on this, but this is going to be closest without going over. Okay. Uh, we talked a lot about spoilers today. HBO's The Wire. Uh-huh. Their final episode aired on March 9th of this year. Oh, man. March 9th oh of this year. Gosh. 
Let me think about this. So Closest without Don't think too over. hard because you got about a minute. I was just going to say, I was, actually, I was actually pulling up something Red Sox related since they're on the way here shortly. I got it. I don't. But I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out a guess. Big wirehead over here, proud Marylander. All right, since we're uh, short on time, Megan, uh, the final episode of The Wire on HBO aired March 9th of this year. Was it 2006? Ooh, uh, I wrote, it's close, but not right. I wrote Damn. 2005. Uh, Megan's closer. It was 2008. Congratulations, Mego, with the victory. Very nice. Boo. That's how you make a comeback. Boo. Well, anyway, if you're watching on. That's a victory dance. It's too bad we didn't to, get this today at uh, the hour back. You had to take the zipper down yeah. a little bit. Too bad you didn't make it in on time. That was that Why was. You act the, like a grown up. Miss your for all shots. the Twitch fans out there. Take that zipper down a little bit. So uh, <laughs> the Red Sox. I was just looking this up. They're taking on the Braves. The undefeated in spring training Red Sox taking on the Braves. I was going to encourage you to dial up Rich Keith, but you got Red Sox baseball coverage. Coming your way next here on your flagship station for the Boston Red Sox. WEEI, we'll talk to you tomorrow at 2. We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.